there's a bigger purpose for the for my channel and for what I do. It's for women. It's for the underdogs. It's for the voiceless. It's for people that feel like they don't matter, like they're not important. It's for my daughter. Like I get women that come up to me all the time, like thank you, and like TikTokers, like thank you for doing this. So many TikTokers have reached out to me, Wendy. Thank you so much for your channel and being a voice for us because we don't have anybody else because it, our industry can be so toxic at times. That's dope. I hate to make the differentiation between men and women in crypto because I believe that we're all the same and we're all here for the same goal. But today's guest, Wendy O, who is now the most viewed female on YouTube in all of crypto, makes the point that we need far more women in crypto and that we need equality. You're not going to want to miss this conversation and find out why. So you are officially the biggest female YouTuber in crypto on the planet. Yes. I have the most views. I don't know as far as subscriber goes, but I'll get there. But yeah, that happened, I want to say like two months ago. First of all, I want to say it's funny coming from having a DJ career. Nothing used to infuriate me more than like top 10 female DJs. Right. Because I'm like, you're, we're doing the exact same job. Right. We're literally just all playing music. Why does it matter if we're yeah, male or female? But it really seems to matter in this space because there's not that many yeah so it does matter in this space so when i first got into crypto like i have very i'm very like everybody's equal like you know people self-education critical thinking blah blah blah. so i was like men and women are equal because i always grew up with a bunch of guys like all of my guy friends and all pictures like all pictures of me growing up me and my guy friends and i have two sisters it's like we all had guy friends we all hung out together and they always they treated me like kind of like a brother like a, like a little sister brother so i was like no there's no difference there's no difference between men and women but when I started working in this male dominated industry, which is I was like, cool, like a bunch of DGENs, like Perfect this team. is what I do. Like I, you know, I lived in Hollywood, hung out with musicians, like this is my shit. This is cool. Can I cuss on this? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, cool. All right. Have at it. So I was like, this is my shit. I absolutely love it. And then I started, like once I got on the business side, I started seeing the differences happen. And I'm like, okay, why is this happening? Why am I not getting this job? Why am I not getting invited here? Why is this person speaking to me differently than they're speaking to this dude? I can trade, my, like my, my charts, my trades are just as good as any male trader out there, but why are they getting more views than me? Why are they getting more opportunities than me? And I'm like, then I'm sort of thinking. Then I started getting on calls with people when I started doing the, the consulting stuff. And the way they would talk to me was different. And I would kind of get, like I would have friends that would be on the same calls for these people. And they would talk to me about their experience. I'm like, no, they just wanted me to sit on the call and consult for them for free for an hour. I'm like, no. So then I started realizing that there is a big difference. So now when I get on calls, I have one of my leads come on with me who's a man. And he stays anonymous, but they hear his voice and it changes. And it's just very, to me, it's so bizarre. I'm still kind of getting used to it, but it's also very weird because I'm like, why, why, why is this happening? And then another thing is like, we see all these big companies preach women in crypto, women in crypto, we need more women. But then when I talk to them, their energy is different. And I'm like, that's not okay. So now I'm very much, we need more women in crypto. We need more women in NFTs. We need more women to come into the space because you're a parent, you've yeah. got a little girl. Of course. You want to be able to, you want to, when she grows up and she decides what she wants to do, the last thing you want to hear as a dad probably is, Daddy, I didn't get hired for this job because I'm a girl. Like, I think that would make any father mad. <laughs> it, it, it would. It's kind of disgusting to hear. 
It's like 100% the, the process true. you're talking about. Like, I, I need to bring a man on so they can hear his male voice. Of course. And to speak with me seriously. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think I understood that this was problematic, but that's another level. Yeah, it's very problematic. Like, there's been, like, contract work that I've done that I didn't, because I didn't know enough about business and stuff, because I grew up very poor. And my dad died when I was like 11. So I didn't have somebody helping me in business. I didn't have somebody to guide me. Because a lot of people I know, they have their, they could call their dad and be like, whatever, and ask them questions. I don't have that. Like, I don't have guidance. And my mom was really focused on being a mom, not like, like just making sure that me and my two sisters that we eating. got, we're eating and doing stuff, you know? So I didn't have any, like, I didn't have guidance. Like, I've never had like a strong male in my life. So I didn't have anybody to ask questions. So I had to figure a lot of stuff out before. And there's some contract work that I look back and I did. I was like, holy shit, I just got fucked out of a lot of money. And there's some stuff that I still look back at today. I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. But the good thing about it is I know now, and since I have a five-year-old daughter now, I can start to condition her for when she grows up into what type of things that she may experience. And that's part of the reason why I've stayed in crypto and worked on the channel. It's impressive that you've stayed in crypto because you've certainly had your ups and downs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so the channel, I can we talk about my channel? Please, let's talk about your channel. I love my channel. So yeah. my YouTube channel is like my, because you know Twitter's super toxic. You think? Maybe. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's honestly like at this point, there's so much back weird stuff that happens with people. And like I've got, I've got my theories about stuff. But anyways, my YouTube channel is like my place. Like that's where I have my voice. That's where I do, like I do everything there. And the cool thing about the channel is, is I initially started it because I started hosting free meetups. And the reason why I started hosting free meetups is because back in 2017, if you wanted to go to a crypto event, you had to pay thousands and thousands of dollars. And I grew up fucking poor. Like, I, like where am I going to pull out $3,000 to go to this event? And then I go to this event and people are showing their ICO. You got me into my first one ever, by the way. Which one? Which was World Crypto Con I did. 2019. I did. You invited me and got me in there. I did. Yeah. And then your career went boom. Just yeah. kidding. I don't yeah. know. So it's all you. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's actually yeah. really yeah. cool. Yeah. I, and it's so cool because like I've because I spent the first uh, end of 2017. Well, 20. When I started doing these events and traveling, I just networked like crazy. I literally would go to every single booth and hand my card out and be like, I'm Wendy. I've got a YouTube channel. Let me interview you. Like, let's network. Let's talk business. That's what I did at all these events. And I was like the only chick there. So but with the channel, I started that to live stream the events because my audience at that time was very interested in the free meetups. Because I started the free meetups because I was like this person that wanted to network, to grind, to build something really cool. And I also am very big on helping other people because of my healthcare background. So the YouTube channel started to live stream the meetups. And then, you know, I was like trading, doing okay. And then I started doing, integrating like my TA and the charts. And then we started live streaming. And then we started doing like interviews and now we do news and it's grown into this big thing where we do reviews, we do interviews. I've done like over 500 interviews, I feel like. Crazy. I have over 1600 videos. Um, we've done, do, do reviews. I have a legal series. I'm gonna interview attorneys, people from the SEC. Like I've interviewed MMA people, like all kinds of really cool stuff. But it just kind of transformed in this, this channel that's like, I happen to be a woman, which is cool. And it's so funny because when I look at the analytics, because I always, I check the analytics on YouTube. When I look at them, it's like boys, it's like 20 boys and then me. 
and like my views and like my numbers are a lot smaller than theirs but it's like them and then me and it's just crazy to see like the lack of representation so part of the reason why i stay doing the channel is because there's a lot of dudes that don't like me in this industry just because i'm like alive because i'm here and i'm and I'm, that exists yeah, yeah and i'm petty so I, I keep i have the channel still partially for that reason and some other but stuff. there are other reasons that you have the channel uh and plans for the future right yeah so channel started to to live stream the meetups which is really great and then it was like more to help people like to give people basic education to be honest and to let them know that it doesn't matter how you grew up doesn't matter if you grew up poor doesn't matter if you grew up with a single parent household um whatever you've been through in life you have the power to change and to involve into something else because i'm living proof of that i'm not supposed to be alive today like any way shape or form the fact that i'm here today sitting with you is crazy like absolutely crazy so the channels like to let people know from all different backgrounds because we could talk about representation of all the other types of people who get left behind in crypto because i have another i've got another problem with that but now the channel so that's why we have it but i've got a five-year-old daughter and she's an outstanding musician like i've sent you videos you see she's good she's good and <laughs> she's when you legit when you meet her if she's gonna ask i him, met her when she was one but yeah yeah but if you meet her today <laughs> yeah. and i'll say this is mommy's friend scott um scott is a he's a dj and she'll be like okay and then she'll say well what's your favorite country song and if you don't answer correctly you're done you're done yeah. it's got to be outlaw country but the goal is <laughs> the goal is now is to continue and she plays six string guitar like amazing like I can I can literally sit and talk about her guitar lessons and how impressed her teacher is with her because she knows how to she's five and she knows how to tune a guitar. That's incredible. But anyways, so I'm going to I'm going to pass the channel down to her. I'll still do this for the next five to ten years. I'll pass the channel down to her so we get the monetization up to where she literally can pop in five times a week, do five to seven minute, you know, new crypto news videos and make, you know, get that monetization, do really well, and then do whatever is in life she wants to do. She's five. How much do you talk to her about crypto and how much does she understand? Funny story. So I liquidated her savings account when Bitcoin dumped below $10,000. I think there was 4,000 or 3,000 in there. I liquidated that. And I bought Bitcoin below around, I want to say nine to $3,000. So she has Bitcoin and it's in a ledger, you know, put away. So she knows about it and she knows what mommy does for work. She says, um, she says, you know, mommy's Windio on, you know, on the internet. That's her job. She, she works on Twitter. She tells people what to do <laughs> on Twitter. And she, and then she calls herself, her, her, her little name is Lo, but now she likes to call it. She's like, I want my crypto name to be Lagosta. Lagosta. I don't know why. Sounds like that could be like a new layer one, by the way, but yeah. You probably can. So I'm sure somebody's <laughs> probably going to take that. Yeah. But so she knows about crypto. She knows about Bitcoin, but she also knows that she doesn't tell anybody she has Bitcoin. So if you walk up to her, you're like, what do you know about Bitcoin? She'd be like, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. Because her dad is very, like, is a legit OG from the street. So right. he, And you met him. He's, like, very, like, we're very protective of her and whatnot. But she knows about it. The funny thing is I bought her tangible coins, like a tangible Bitcoin. And she has it underneath a rug in her room to keep it safe and hidden. And she only takes it out underneath the rug of her room if she wants to play with it. But it stays there because it's for OPSEC. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you've managed to also build outside, I think, of sort of the conventional crypto framework. I mean, it, certainly it all starts at Twitter, right? And I think everyone on crypto Twitter believes that that's the entire existence of anyone who's mm -hmm. ever heard the word crypto. But it's actually 
probably the smallest part now, right? Yes. You're the one who first said was like, you should go to TikTok, which I haven't done because I'm just a boomer. But you should go to TikTok. They're really nice yeah. and welcoming, and there's millions of them. Yes. So I actually, a good friend of mine, BitBoy, was like, I'm going to do TikTok. You need to do it. He's all like, this is going to blow up. And I'm like, whatever. Like, you're like, because he and I, we bicker all the time, you know. Um, it's all friendly banter and bicker. But he's like, you need to do, you need to go on TikTok. I was like, no, whatever. So he did, and he blew up. I waited. Millions of people. He yeah, he, he had a million, I believe, at one time. And then he was doing like non-crypto content because that's what was working there because the, the algorithm is so much different and yeah. so much better than YouTube. So eventually I graduated college because I, and I ended up graduating late because life got in the way. Got my degree in marketing and business. And so I had some free time. It was during the panorama. So I was like, F it. So I went and I created a TikTok account. I just kept doing videos and videos and I my account, a couple of videos I did went viral. And the coolest thing about the videos that went viral, it's about profit taking. It's about a moon bag strategy. That's when, you know, you put money into something, number goes up, you pull out profit. Actual initial good advice. Yeah. So like, you know, <laughs> that video got like 600,000 views. And then I posted another video about why I'm selling, um, why I'm selling 60% of my crypto. And I posted it September, I believe 21st to 25th of 2021. And I'm telling people, you need to start taking profit. And I think Bitcoin was trading about 40,000. You know, we went up to 69. Yeah, I mean, October. And, and yeah, that October. video got 737,000 views. Those are my most watched videos is on profit taking. But anyways, TikTok is like, it's so big. Like, they don't even care. They're not, the people that are on TikTok, they don't care about Twitter. Like, they don't. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist to them. They think they think Twitter's stupid. Just like people on Twitter, Facebook doesn't exist to them. It's just the evolution. Right. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but TikTok is literally, you can, and people think, oh, I have to be young. I have to be this. I have to twerk. I have to dance. I, most of my stuff, like, I don't show, I don't have to show my body I there. I watch your videos. Yeah. I don't watch, like, I don't, I just talk about crypto. And some, I'm getting, like, I'm averaging, like, 10,000 views per video by a 60-second or 15-second video. And it's reaching so many people like so many people and all the mainstream media requests i have gotten since i started have been because of TikTok. like i don't and like people will shit on TikTok all day long that's fine but, but what's crazy about that to me like okay i understand shitting on the platform but they'll also shit on the influencers for using it if you're passionate about crypto even if you're one of these like toxic kind of troll whatever Shouldn't you just be super excited that 10,000 people are watching someone's video about this asset that you love? Like, shouldn't we be cheering that on? Well, this is the thing. So when we're talking about crypto, and again, I'm very well-versed in different personality types, different cultures, different subgroups, all that stuff. And that's because of my experience working in healthcare with HIV AIDS. Because people will look at that group and they're like, oh, they have it because they're this. Of course. No, 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 no. Because we also did testing at the site that I was at. I was like, I've got stories for days, stories for days about the most crazy stuff. But anyways, so I'm really good at figuring out subgroups. And there's a lot of toxicity in different subgroups. But crypto, primarily, there's even more toxicity because it comes from this place where you've got all these people really, really tech smart. Most, and even the, even the assholes, they're really smart. And I'll, yeah, give, I'll give sure. them that. Sure. And that's fine, 100% with it. But when you have somebody that's super tech smart or super math smart, their mind works differently. They necessarily don't have social skills, just like musicians. Musicians, sure. and you can attest to this, they're very creative. So when you're working with a musician or talking to a musician, 
you have to speak their language or adapt to sort you of have to their, yeah because it's the artist mind and they're very sensitive but they're also very weird and it's like there's i don't want to say weird it's this, well i'll call my ex-boyfriend weird but very eccentric and very like you know so you have to be careful like it's a different group so with the whole crypto thing most of these guys are super tech smart like super tech smart but they don't have social skills and they can't articulate why they have an issue with you or why they don't like what you're doing because i ask critical i ask them questions like um, did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Did you do this? No. Then how, if you didn't do all of these, if you didn't do all of these things, then why are we at, I hate you. I want you dead. I want da 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 to you. If you, if you didn't do these things, it doesn't, it doesn't equate to each other. So there's a lack of communication skills there. So I feel like that's what the problem is, is that they don't see, they don't, they don't, they're not capable of looking for the good in things, which sucks because it's pushing our industry back. Cause at the end of the day, Bitcoin was created for everybody. Is created for the people by the people and the purpose is to kind of help people improve their quality of life especially the super super poor people so the whole bitcoin maximalist bullshit that's fine if you want to have this narrative it's fine if you want to be a dick but really when you're talking about when you're so toxic and you're so mean and you're so closed-minded they forget that there's other cultures of people that exist and specific groups if you don't treat the, if you don't if you treat their cousin wrong or their sister or whatever wrong the whole group will shun you and they don't understand that. So it's kind of sad that we it's like this, but that's why it's cool to have content creators that are able to reach a broad audience and explain what this stuff is because that's kind of our job is to really be like, hey, this is Bitcoin. Go read the white paper. These are altcoins. You figure out what resonates with you and then, you know, go forward. But knowing your background, like obviously, at least superficially, and I, I've seen your posts where it's like, I bought a house. Bitcoin did this. Yeah. It did. So, okay, so my first house I bought, I bought in like the literal hood because that's all I could afford in, in LA County because it's expensive yeah. there. The hood, like I can't, I wasn't able to go to the grocery store because I would get hit up by gangbangers. Like they'd be like, where are you from? Da, da, da. You have tattoos, da, da. just like whatever. I'm just trying to go to the grocery store to get, you know, my kid milk or whatever. Like, and on the street that I lived on, there was a biker gang. There was a, can I talk about this? Yeah. There was, a, there was a bunch of drug dealers, like all kinds of crazy stuff, like all kinds of crazy stuff. And so I was able to buy the house there, but then I noticed that the market, was, there's some issues with the house, that's another story. Um, but I know, you know, noticed that the market was going up. And I know a little bit about trading. I know a little bit about markets. So I was yeah. like, I should probably sell this house and then rent, because I've got, you know, whatever. So I was able to sell the house for profit, rent it in a nice neighborhood, and then I was able to buy the new house that I'm in. And without crypto and Bitcoin, when made it possible because I never thought in a million years I would be able to live in the area that I live, put, have my daughter in private school and have like security and not have to worry about where my next meal is coming from or what I'm going to do for work or do I have to go back to living the type of life that I lived, which I'll talk about in my book that I have to write, but I don't have to worry about things. Like I feel it's, it's, a, it's, it's really cool to come from nothing like literal nothing, like literal nothing. And then to be able to kind of just have this better quality of life and be able to help people. That's probably the coolest thing. That's why I know you kind of like hint at the idea that oh, I'm only doing the channel still because of this, but you know, you have to keep doing it for that reason. Part I know like personally, that's like, oh my God, sometimes you just want to be done with it. Right. But you have to do it. You I realize mean, that you have to keep doing part, it. But really part of it, like this is the thing, like money's cool. 
But at the end of the day, I like I matter as a person. And I'm learning to set boundaries as an adult now because I didn't have know how to set boundaries before. Like I didn't. I would just would tell everybody yes because I was so broken from all the bullshit and the trauma and all the crazy things that happened to me. So now it's just like like I like to set boundaries. So money's cool, but at the same time, there's a bigger purpose for the for my channel and for what I do. It's for women. It's for the underdogs. It's for the voiceless. It's for people that feel like they don't matter, like they're not important. It's for my daughter. Like I get women that come up to me all the time, like thank you, and like TikTokers, like thank you for doing this. So many TikTokers have reached out to me, Wendy. Thank you so much for your channel and being a voice for us because we don't have anybody else because it, our industry can be so toxic at times and there's just such weird stuff that happens because I don't care. I will go to the nicest mansion party in crypto at events and I'll, people will walk up to me da, 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 and I'm like, what are you doing to give back? And they look at me dead in the face like, did she just say that to me? Like, yeah, what are you doing to give back? Like, why aren't you guys doing this? Why aren't you reaching out to this community? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, to people with a whole bunch of capital and money, I don't care. Like, I will say what I feel, and I'm going to ask these types of questions because it matters to me. And we shouldn't just be this industry of a bunch of rich people. Like, what are we doing with ourselves, you know? Do you ever find that the negativity crosses over from the internet into your real life? Oh, of course it does. Of course it does. Like, so you have to understand, I come from, like, like straight-up trauma. Like, I... I'm a survivor and that means domestic violence, sexual assault, like I was held up at gunpoint, I've been in fights, I've been jumped, like all kinds of crazy stuff. So I've had like a lot of trauma that I've gone through since probably the age, since kindergarten to for a long time. So I like, I, I would always be like, when I started the YouTube channel, it was weird for me. Like, cause I'm like, I think I'm ugly. I don't think I'm smart. I don't think I'm articulate. I don't think those things about myself. So for me to sit in front of a camera and be like, blah, 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 yeah, it's right. like, so it's, like, like, you feel like you're LARPing or pretending. It's weird. Like, well, it just, not qualified to do it or yeah. something. Even when I come to these things, I'm like, why is this white trash girl, poor white trash girl invited to these things? Like, doesn't, you know, it's weird. But at the end of the day, I'm like, no, I do belong here because I have to represent, I'm representing for people that didn't. But it does hurt. Like when some, when you have people that are calling you stupid, when they're judging your physical appearance, when they're making horrible remarks about just like, just who you, like just the way you look as a woman, that sucks. Physically threatening you. Well, I've seen that. Oh, the, 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 I'm going to rape you. I'm going to rape your daughter. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill your daughter. My daughter's five. Like, and where I come from, like that's not okay yeah. it's not okay anyway and then when you have people that are like that are claiming that they have this mental disability and then they're inciting physical violence against you like whoever i had somebody i'm not gonna say who it was but they're like whoever does this to her i'll do this for you i remember and i'm like thinking to myself i'm like did you just fucking put a hit out on me like i don't know if you know where i come from but we don't speak like this like that is and like and the internet was so mad at me for saying that they're mad at you they're mad at me for saying it and i'm like and then i called i called my boxing coach who's also my therapist and i was like i was like girl i was like this is what happened is am i overreacting she's like it took her a second she had to rationalize it she's like okay she's like no you're not overreacting she's like where we come from you don't say that stuff to yeah. somebody because there's consequences to that. But it's like, they think that it's okay. So that type of stuff sucks. And that's why I ended up not going to Bitcoin Miami 2021. And of course I went to Bitcoin Miami 2022 and some guy verbally harassed me there, which was not fun, terrible. But so the toxicity of the internet does kind of go through, but I'm learning to deal with it better. And now it's like, 
okay, you don't like me? Well, I'm still going to be here because guess what? I deserve to be alive. I deserve to be here. Um, you don't get to dictate what I do. And if you don't like it, then you can say all you want about me. I'm just going to ignore you now because if, because at the end of the day, you guys can tag me in all your bullshit and it just boosts my impressions up. And then I make more money with monetization. So, you know. Well, I mean, I think that it's just part of the human condition psychology that the negative oh, yeah. is so amplified. I mean, there's statistics about it. It's like, you know, 90 percent. And uh, but all you need is to say, be able to literally show the fact that you have the most views of any youtuber on the planet to show that that's those are very loud but minority voices yep. and that but for some reason it is really hard to hear the support when there's loud negative it voices. is because our you like you said our minds are conditioned to focus on the negative stuff so that's why like the manifestation and the positive thinking and like we can even bring it back to prayer like if you look at every single religion they have prayer and it's basically positive things it's like dear god please give health to my children. Please, you know, help my mom feel better, whatever. So it's basically mantras that we repeat over and over again. And how if you do manifestation, do mantras, you do prayer, whatever it is. So those are things that helped. But when you think about the negative stuff and you let that into your essence, it kind of, it, it wears on you and people can tell. But the good thing about it is, is like the more that I do it, the more that it happens, well, hopefully it's kind of like dying down a little bit because there's other girls to pick on now because we have to pick on all the girls. Yeah, there's more girls now. Which but. is terrible. But at the end of the day, it sucks. And I just, I just will hire, I, when it gets really bad, I hire somebody to take over my social. So I just don't read it. it. Yeah. Well, I, it that really is, doesn't exist if you don't read it. I literally, I literally have somebody run, will take over my account sometimes. So I don't have to do it. Like my YouTube, I've got somebody that goes through the comments. Like sometimes, I'll, and so by the time I go through it, it's all the, it's the constructive criticism is okay, 100%. Of course, you, you want dialogue. But the, you're ugly, you look like this, you're this, you're, you're a scammer, you're, a scam you're fake. That's fine. Like yeah. this, this is the thing. It's always, it's the, the term scammer is so stupid because we're in crypto to break away from the ivory towers, from the oppressors. But guess what? Why, like, we're sitting here calling each other scammers when we're not even, when we can be doing really good things to kind of help other people. Yeah. And that's fine, I get it. Sometimes there are bad actors, there's stuff that happens, but at the same time, it's kind of redundant at this point. Like, there's some, there are some people doing really bad stuff in the world. Like, I always think about it. Like, we have, we have child trafficking that happens, you know? It's an awful, terrible thing. Why can't we, like, pull our resources together as a community, even though we hate each other? Because we're too busy calling people scammers for being wrong about a chart. Yeah, so th <laughs> that's something that I kind of think about sometimes. I'm like, why can't we do that? That would be, like, can you imagine if we literally, like, put some capital together, put our, eff like, our efforts, our skills together? We probably could take down some serious shit. Like, yeah. if we did that. So it, you know, it is what it is. But when it gets bad, guess what? I'm just gonna go ahead and hire someone to give my Shut it off. to to take over, and they can deal with it. And then I come back in two weeks, and then everybody's happy, and it's okay. It's amazing how fast it passes. You alluded earlier, kind of in passing, that you were gonna write a book. You said it jokingly, but are you really gonna write a book? No, 100%. And it's not gonna be about crypto because crypto is kind of boring to me. Like it's it's fun, and I, I love my job, but at the same time, I want to talk about like my early life. What I did before crypto, like who I was before, because it's kind of like, the again, the fact that I'm alive is like kind of crazy. Like the stuff that I've seen, I lived in Hollywood, did musicians, like 
been all different types of places and it's just really cool so i'm going to share that eventually the internet will probably cancel me because i'm a woman and god forbid a woman did anything scandalous ever in the history of the world even though men like to you know they like that stuff but if it's somebody they don't like then there's a problematic with it well, i think it's very inspiring and we're not going to let you quit no matter what and you have an extremely lucky daughter who's going to be handed down Thank this you. incredible <laughs> channel and legacy one day I, I absolutely love it. So I'll be cheering for you. Yay, thank sure. you. Thank you so much for doing this. Always, always a pleasure to get to sit down with you. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't already left a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do that now. Spotify just added rating, so please go ahead and click that five star. I'll see you guys next time.